It's me, Lindsay. Happy Monday. Today, we are talking about hardening your heart. Sis, are you hardening your heart out of fear for your future? Do you sit with yourself and wonder, will I ever be able to do this? The future feels hard. The future doesn't even feel like it could happen for me in my life. Recovery, stress, living in the here and now is hard enough. Yet when I think about the future and I think about my best self, the self you always talk about on the show, it doesn't feel possible. It doesn't feel real. Therefore, how do I get out of this? I don't know the best step to take. I feel you. And so as I was prepping for today's show, I went off on a different path because today's conversation is not the conversation I had prepared to have for you, but I think you're going to love it. Let's get right to today's show. Here we go. Hey girl, welcome to the Her Best Self podcast. I'm Lindsay Nichol, former competitive figure skater and perfectionist, turned God-led imperfect boy mom and digital CEO. If you find yourself constantly thinking about food and wondering if you'll wake up one day free from the obsessive thoughts and behaviors controlling your life, then I've created this podcast for you because I know exactly what it's like to be a downright hot mess trapped in the destructive cycle of disordered eating. I finally found freedom and you can too, girlfriend. So if you're ready to heal your relationship with food and body and break the chains of control and show up in your best health, then grab your favorite Tarjay journal and let's get to it. So you can start living your best life as your best self. Hey girl, how was your weekend? I hope you had a fabulous one. We had a pretty cool weekend. I took the boys and my husband down to our market, and so it was National Farmers Week, and we really enjoyed spending time. We love little markets, little fairs. We like to look, and we like to purchase little unique crafts and support small businesses. And I was looking for a special new plant to put into my office, and I also wanted to get some cookies because the kids have been begging us for some of these amazing designed cookies that are like different shapes and different flavors and all the things. And so I thought it would be fun for us to go down to the market. Well, it was a bunch of people. It was super hot. It was super, super fun. But it was also one of those things that in the past would have been very triggering for me. When you think food trucks and you think all the foods and I would have completely shut down, I probably wouldn't have even been able to enjoy my time with my family. But this past weekend was such a blessing because I was able to reflect on the present moment and be there with my boys. We were able to walk by and see dogs and see different vendors and talk to people we never met. We were able to smell flowers. We were able to drink different fun drinks. We were able to enjoy our time. And I start today's show with that because there was time in my past where that just wouldn't have been the case. And maybe you're there right now. In order to get myself out of it, I know you've probably listened to many of the other shows, but if you're new here, welcome friend. I'm so happy to have you here today. But I wanna come in to today's episode and ask you some powerful questions. I'm wondering if like me, you are hardening your heart out of fear for your future and maybe you don't even know that you're doing that. Sit with me for a second. I promise that this is gonna make total sense to you and it might just create some clarity for your journey. But how would you live if failure just wasn't 
an option. I remember when I was literally jumping off the cliff of recovery, and I say that like I was ready to dive all in, but in my mind I still wasn't there, but I was kind of wanting it, and I knew I couldn't do this anymore. But I had this fear. I realized I was afraid to recover because I was terrified of messing up. I wanted to be better. I really did. And there were days that I really didn't. But for the majority of the days, I wanted a different life. I hated my life. I was miserable. And I still felt unworthy, helpless, and not enough, even at my smallest. And I realized I was afraid to recover because I was terrified of messing up. I asked myself this question, and I can't remember where it came from. I don't know if it was my therapist. I don't know if it was somebody that I was talking to at the time just for other things in life that had absolutely nothing to do with eating disorder behaviors or an eating disorder. But at the time, I was going to therapy to deal with other emotional things and just trying to keep myself healthy. And I asked myself this question after sitting one day and being probed by my therapist. Lindsay, how would you live life if failure wasn't an option? And when she asked me, like, how would I live life if I didn't fail? If you already knew the future outcome, if you had all the time, if you had all the resources, if you had all the money and nothing was a deal breaker, there was nothing holding you back. How would you live life if failure just wasn't an option for your life? Today, I want you to ask yourself that, that same question. I sat with that and I didn't know. At first I was like, well, gosh, I've never thought of it like that. I've never been able to get past my own self. I've never been able to get out of my own fears to actually live. And I know that that can sound pretty elementary, like ask yourself a question and change your life. But maybe friend, you're sitting here and you feel hardened and you feel kind of isolated from the world and the people that love you. I want you to know that you're experiencing what I did. You're hardening your heart. And maybe it's out of fear, fear for your future, fear that you're gonna fail. But if you already knew the future outcome, if you already knew you weren't gonna fail, how would you live right now? How would you live today if you already knew that you were gonna get the exact life that you wanted? How would you live? Would you show up differently? Would you eat differently? Would you get out of bed differently? Would you act towards others differently? When I sat with that question, I realized I wasn't truly living. I was dying. I was dying. And yes, physically I was dying. And I was going through organ failure and all of that because of what my eating disorder was doing to my body. But I was dying because I wasn't allowing my brain to grow. I was so trapped in thoughts that were controlling my every single day that I wasn't even thinking outside of that box. I wasn't thinking that failure wouldn't be an option. I thought, Well, if I try recovery and I fail at it, or maybe you're thinking if I do this again and I fail again, then I will know I messed up and I'll be also failing other people around me. And so once again, I just won't feel accomplished. I won't feel good enough. I won't feel worthy enough. I won't feel successful. I will feel like a failure. What I wanted to talk about today is that true failure, true failure is just embracing what doesn't go right and knowing that it will get right around the corner. It's endurance, it's perseverance, it's embracing the unknown because you know who holds that place. And I don't care if you believe in God or the universe or whatever you believe, you guys know that I love me some Jesus up in here. 
But when I sat with that, I took it one step further and I asked another question. How would you live today if you knew you were dying? And when I literally was probing myself with these questions, because all part of therapy at that time for me was really to get close to my inner self, what made me me and all of those things. And if you've been to therapy or you've been in any sort of counseling, you are talking a lot about these things. Of course, you talk about traumas in your life and you uncover why things happened to get you to your current place. But a lot of this was setting myself up because I was going through eating disorder stuff and I knew that I was getting propelled into recovery, whether I liked it or not, because of my family. And I wasn't fully there yet. I wasn't embracing it yet, but I was starting to listen in. I was starting to get intuitive. I was starting to get curious. And sister, that's all you need is to start to get curious. If you're miserable right now, get curious. If you hate your life, get curious. But if you found that you're like literally blocking love from your heart because it's hardened, because you're trying to use that as a place of self-protection out of fear for your future, lean in. I took this one step further and I asked myself the question, how would you live today if you knew you were dying? Because essentially for me, I was. Well, for starters, I would probably quit my job at that point in my life. I would probably give myself permission to eat all the things that I never gave myself permission to eat. I would want to be with people that I loved and spend as much time with my family. But sister, I want you to ask yourself this question today. What would you do? What would you do? How would you live if failure wasn't an option in your life and you knew that you would succeed, whether that's at recovery, whether that's at becoming the best version of you without this eating disorder? How would you live today if you knew you were going to die? And I know that that can sound morbid, but the truth is if we're not living, we're dying. And eating disorders suck. They suffocate. They kill us. What would you do? Why aren't you doing it? Girlfriend, eating disorders literally take a life every 52 minutes. Every 52 minutes. But the fact that you have oxygen in your lungs is the fact that there's still time here for you. When I talk to women all over the world and they come to me, many of them all have similar stories as me. They've been this way for a very long time. Some of them are in college, others are moms and grandmothers, like it's all over the spectrum. But I will tell you, they have very similar stories. They are entrenched in this eating disorder. Recovery seems so flipping far away and they're terrified. And if that's you, that's normal. You're trapped, but there's a way out. You can stop hardening your heart. You can let go of fear. Recovery seems so far away and there's nothing worse literally than gaining weight or losing that control, I know. But what's even worse than that to somebody who has an eating disorder and maybe to you right now is failure. You don't wanna mess up. Failure of yourself, failure of what you will look like to other people. But what if this, whatever this is right now, where you are, this life that you're living today, Monday, August the 7th, 2023, or whenever you're listening to today's show, what if today is right where you need to be to succeed for real, for real versus to fail? You see, failing is something that we have to do in order to get the outcome that we want. 
when I realized I was afraid to recover because I was terrified of messing up, I had this fear of failure. And I realized I was making failure mean something larger than it actually was for me in my life. Fear is debilitating, but sis, it doesn't do anything but keep you where you are. When I was in the trenches, I didn't want help. I hardened my heart. And the problem is with that, that love can't go out and it can't come in. I hated myself more. I hated myself more. I hated myself more. I restricted more and I hated my body more and I feared more and I picked myself apart more. I was shrinking out of fear for what the other side might actually do for my life. I was terrified. But fear of failure loses its power when you can realize that failing may actually not be so bad. When you can remove the pressure that, you know what, I'm going to mess up. I'm going to fail at recovery. I'm going to fail at this every single day. But I'm also going to win because I'm going to get back up and I'm not going to quit. And asking yourself, what am I making failing mean to me is so very important because sis, you can fail at something. You can fail at something. When I started thinking about failing, I started thinking about all of the things I had failed at. And maybe this will help you this week because when we're fearful of something, right? I just mentioned you can fail at something. That doesn't mean you're gonna get stuck there. But when you can fail at something and you give yourself that permission to let it be what it is, the pressure and the power disappears. And in order to get out of that hard place, I started asking myself the right questions. I started caring and asking harder questions because I knew the way I was living wasn't gonna get me anywhere good. It was getting worse and it was getting worse and it was getting harder, downright insane. It was getting to the point where I just couldn't do it anymore. And I had no other options except to embrace the fact that the only way out was through. So if you're looking today to get out of this hard place, start asking better questions. Ask yourself this, was I afraid to fail before at something in my life? Like sis, what have you been afraid to fail at before? I'm sure there's been many things in life you've been scared to death that you were not gonna do a good job of or you were gonna fail. And then the second part of that is did you fail? Have you failed at something before in your life? Absolutely, we do so every day, right? What is that for you? What is that big failure for you that just looms over top of your soul and defines your worthiness? But then the third part of that question is, did you die? Did you die or did you survive? And many of us, when we fail at something, it propels us into thriving. And maybe that's exactly what you need right now for your recovery. Because true failure is just embracing what doesn't go right right now so that you can get ready for something better in the future. You can have an eating disorder, but you aren't your eating disorder. You can fail at something, but that doesn't mean you are a failure. And then the reverse of that is getting really present into what are some things that you've accomplished in your life. For me, you know, I was a professional skater all through my life. I graduated with insane grades in college for undergrad. I went on to get my master's degree, multiple certifications. I climbed the ladder at corporate in a Fortune 15 company in leadership roles. I then went back and got more certifications so that I could help all of you. And so where I'm going with this is, 
one characteristic about those with eating disorders is we want to get it right. We want to do it right. And we define ourselves by whatever right is, whatever is good. And when we feel like we aren't doing it 150%, even though our 150% is so much higher than somebody's 100%, it feels like we're failing because we're making it mean that we are a failure. And maybe your heart and heart right now is because you're cutting yourself off from your own oxygen that you breathe because you're scared to fail. So what have you accomplished in your life that you've been successful at? You're worthy. Those things don't make you worthy, just like your failures don't make you a failure. But you won't feel worthy until you can soften your heart for yourself. You know, there was a recent study that says only 8% of people achieve their goals and their dreams. And 92% give up or they quit. 92% of people quit on life. 92% of people quit. And the number one reason why people quit is because they're scared, they're afraid, they're fearful for what the future has to bring. And I think about this in terms of New Year's resolutions, and I know we're not there yet, although this year is freaking flying, but each year, only 40% of people make it past the first month. That is wild. And why is that? Because they quit. They quit. The reason why we fail isn't because we are a failure. It's because we quit. Stop quitting. Stop quitting. Do you know that 60% of people with an eating disorder that go to treatment or have support and help completely recover from this disorder? 60%. And they maintain a healthy weight and they understand how to nourish their bodies and they can live life again. 60% of people that get help make it. I'm blessed to be here. I'm blessed to be one of the 60%. And you know what? I didn't, I'm not a magic unicorn. I didn't do anything differently. I just refused to quit. I refused to quit. Every single day that it sucked and I wanted to quit, I refused to quit. Every single day that it sucked and I didn't want to eat, I ate. Every single day that I hated my body and I didn't want to look at myself in the mirror, I said, I'm creating a new version of me. And this disorder doesn't control me anymore because I'm not this disorder. I'm worthy. I'm worthy of all these things. Look at all the things I've accomplished in my life. And yes, I'm scared to death of what people are going to think of me and what I'm going to think of myself if I can't get this right. A mentor once told me that people truly don't fail. They quit. And that stuck. I mean, that truly stuck in my mind because I realized that I was so afraid of failing. But the only difference in me and other people who have lost their lives or people who just aren't there yet, it has nothing to do with anything outside of the fact that I didn't give up. I didn't quit. I didn't say this is too hard. So today I want you to ask yourself some real, real questions. And I know that I've been passionate and this has just been on my heart. I wanted to challenge you today, girl. I wanted to get into your soul today. I wanted you to have an insanely good week. And I want you to change your life. And I know this can sound very pie in the sky. How do I do that? What are the steps to take? Well, you know what? The first thing you can do today is make a promise to yourself that you're going to keep showing up and that you are going to put one foot in front of the other and you're not going to quit on your recovery and you're not going to quit on your health and you're not going to quit on being the very best version of you. You're just not going to quit. Don't be a statistic. You're worthy. 
You can be scared and you can do it anyways. You can be scared and you can try. I realized I was afraid to freaking start because I was terrified of making a mistake. But you know what is more scary than making a mistake? Living your whole life chained to an eating disorder, trapped in your body, worried about food, the very thing that's supposed to give us joy, the very thing that we need to be here, the very thing that's supposed to nourish our body to give us energy to do things that we love to do with people that we love, and we are manipulating it. And that's not out of shame today. But if you're sitting in this place and you're like, that's me, then I'm speaking to you, girl. Fear of failure loses its power over you when you can realize that failing might not actually be so bad. So today, I want to remind you that yes, you may be struggling with disordered eating or this unhealthy relationship with food in your body, but you aren't an eating disorder. You're you. And it's time to start figuring out who you truly is, separate from the trap that you've been living in. Don't quit. Don't quit. I hope today's show has touched you in all the right ways. I hope that you will let me know because I love hearing from you. I love it when you send me emails. I love it when you fill out client applications because you're like, Lindsay, you spoke to my heart and I need a coach like you to get me through this. Girl, I work with clients at three month increments and I've got two slots right now and we are going to rock out the fall. We are going to do it. Can you imagine what it would be like in 12 weeks? 12 weeks. I can't even tell you how many lives of women I get to work with that in just 12 weeks, their lives are different. They are different. That can be you too. So if you're interested, reach out to me, info at lindsaynickel.com, and you can pop on over to lindsaynickel.com and fill out a client application. I can't wait to meet you, to hear your story, and to hold your hand through this. You're in the right place, and I have faith in you. It's time you start believing in you too. All right, girl, I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Oh, friend, thank you so much for letting me share what was on my heart today. My hope for this podcast is to help more women find freedom from food and body. If this has empowered or blessed you, let me know. I'd be honored for your rating and review of my show. And I'd love to connect with you in my private Facebook community. You really can move from perfection to purpose. Let's break the chains together. I'll help navigate the way. Until next time. Bye for now, girl.